Fringe in the Feather, where we talk about it all. All right. <laughs> this is a mess already, and it just started. It's a, it's one of those Monday Thursdays. It's like Thursday, but it feels like a Monday. Well, we just had, so Jess and I started talking for 20 minutes before realizing we didn't hit record, so that's how this podcast is going to start. Jess also thought it was Wednesday, it's currently Thursday. And then I said it felt like a Monday, so I'm done. I'm done. This week is canceled. This week is canceled. (laughs) We're done here. And I went into a really interesting analogy for this day, because I had a professional phone call uh, before... Before we started recording this, and it's with somebody I know, but it's, you know, still, I still need to be professional. It's about the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's exciting stuff. And while I was doing that, uh, I was assembling a desk chair and shoving chicken nuggets into my face because I have neat nuts. There you go. <laughs> Just, you know. There it is. And uh, it. yeah, so multitasking is probably something we shouldn't do on weeks like this because I almost ripped my finger off. Because I was returning a library book for somebody oh. trying to, and you know how sometimes you put your keys, your little key ring on your finger because you're just holding it. And I was trying oh, to yeah, pay always. for parking. Yeah, I was trying to pay for parking, and then I went to like lock my car, and I went to like move my key ring off my finger, but it got caught on one of my rings. And then, I <gasps> and I was also, I was also on a phone call, and so it was just like a whole thing. And like I said, the week of January fourteenth is canceled. I just, I know I'm dating it and I'm drawing. You are. <laughs> but I'm dating it. I'm going to date it. We're done. We're done here. At least ask him out to dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. I like that. Oh, that made me so smile. Welcome. Good. Oh, I have another Lord. thing actually that might make you smile before we get into the actual <laughs> thing the podcast. Is okay. About. <laughs> So uh, I was home recently at my parents' house uh, overnight to take care of some stuff. Um, So my dad uh, was actually helping me buy some stuff to fix said desk chair that I was just assembling and shoving nuggets into my mouth around. Um, So we go to the hardware store. I'm with my dad. Uh, I love my dad. He's such a goof. So we're in the hardware store. He's buying, we need like PVC pipe or something. So he's like running around like a kid in a candy store. Like we need this one. No, we need that one. This one. And he's got a caliper with him. Like, oh my God. Yeah. He wants to. Oh yeah. It's super serious. This is my, any, I think any chance to use power tools. My father's like, yes, yes. let's do this. Right. They just, yeah. So- <laughs> men, some men can be, some men and women can be so into power tools. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's got his caliper. He's measuring shit. He's happy as a clam. So we find what we need and we're like walking out of the store. So on the way, there's like, so you've heard of, um, so I have to figure out how to say this without ruining the punchline. So there is a brand of, and just if you figure out what I'm talking about, don't say it yet because it's, it's got to be funny this way. <laughs> so there is a brand. <laughs> There is a brand of um, like uh, tumblers, like mugs that's really popular right now. And it seems like everybody has them. So they have them at this hardware store Mm -hmm. and they're on sale. And I'm like looking at them and I'm like, wow, these are really cool. They had nice colors. I had like a little minty one that I was like, ooh, I like this color very much. So I'm like holding the mug up to my like and I say to my dad, like, these are awesome. Like everyone 
you know, everybody's talking about these, like, maybe I should get one. And my dad comes over, bless his heart. And he's like, oh, those are those things that everyone's talking about, you know? The, what are they? Those Jedis. <laughs> and I'm like, pardon? What? And I'm looking at the label. <laughs> Y-E-T-I. Oh, Yeti. <laughs> I'm looking at a Yeti. Oh, my mom. God. Jedi. <laughs> and my poor, oh. my poor father's like, ain't that one of Jedi. them Jedis? Oh, I mean, like, I guess you could really... <laughs> pronounce a y like a j that's a thing yes oh um, yeah just oh i, I was dying of laughter and then like i wanted to make a star wars joke but i couldn't oh, breathe long God. enough to say I it love parents <laughs> parents are just a joy they are a joy they, they really are so hopefully that put a smile on your face i did um I'm happy because, to be honest, what we're talking about today puts a smile on mine. Oh, I'm so, so excited. I'm so and excited. I know, I know, people who have been listening to us—they um, caught on to this topic right away at the start that they knew that we were going to be talking about. Really? It. Yes. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty pumped because it's something I find endlessly fascinating. I'm, I don't know if I should be concerned about that, that my reputation precedes me a little on this, bit, this subject. Little bit, I, I yeah. said, I was talking to somebody about it, and I said, we have a lot of topics coming up, and I mentioned this one, and I mentioned some other ones, and they were like, oh yeah, Shanae mentioned this topic on like the first podcast, and like they know. They know. <laughs> so I'm I'm ready. I'm strapped in. Um, you, you, should, you should be introducing it. All right, buckle up, bitches, because we are talking about K-pop. K-pop. Yes. I wish I I don't have enough references, but it's very exciting. This is just like this is like back in the day when I remember because uh, I was into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and the Spice Girls. Yeah. And I'm this is like a different machine though, and it is. Oh, it really. Yeah, is. it's like okay. So go go forth. You're a resident expert. Well. I actually wanted to ask you kind of in that vein, like, what do you know about it before I get into it? Because I, oh my God, I feel like an archaeologist or something. Like I'm the foremost expert. That is incorrect. I just know far too much about this shit. Yeah. But Um, (laughs) what do you know about it? What I know about it is that uh, it's way more popular than most people think it is. Like I think a lot of us, especially for people... um, in my demographic, it's like, oh, this is a fad, but it's actually insane. Oh, like it's, huge. it's actually hugely global. And um, I know that there's quite a lot of thought and consideration into uh, like the branding and the and the looks of the artists. Oh, and yeah. I know that there's also a degree of like, um, I want to say gender bending or just gender fluidity, which is really fascinating as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is... That's exciting. That's what the most that I know about. It. Oh, and the dancing. I love that. Like the dancing is flawless. I've seen a lot of the videos of the dancing. It's so, so good. But that's so- it. I don't know. I don't know how it started. I don't know. I know some of the bands out there because mm-hmm. I've seen their names flash up on stuff. But that's that's the extent of my knowledge. That's cool. I mean, to be fair, yeah. I don't necessarily know how it started either. So I'm probably already misinformed or uninformed. But uh, so when we say K-pop, we are talking about Korean pop. So Korean pop music that comes from South Korea. Um, it's in Korean. It features Korean artists and also artists from other parts of the world, too. Mm, I didn't um, know that. I would say definitely uh, last year 
was I think the big year for K-pop kind of being introduced to like what I'll horribly call the West. Mm. Like it's so huge, but I think last year was really kind of the start of how um, some people started taking notice mm. of it. Like, and I mean, people who aren't like people like me who follow it all the time. Like um, there was a lot of bands last year. I think probably BTS yeah. is the yeah, one that people are most, yeah. most familiar with. Um, they, Last year, they did a lot of stuff. I mean, I even last year, uh, so like this would be so to start like New Year's Eve, so technically 2017 New Year's Eve, but going into 2018, BTS performed um, at the like the famous one, New York, mm-hmm. uh, New Year's Eve celebration thing. So, like that, they started, mm-hmm. they went to the Grammys last year, they went to the Billboard Awards last year. So, like that, I think they as a band have put a ton of marketing effort into Mm -hmm. accessing the states and kind Mm -hmm. of the western world um the band the one that's like that's a huge investment then for them to cross over to oh for sure but i mean to be fair it's it looks like it's paying off for them in spades yeah um the band that i my favorite band they're called exo they definitely more focus on kind of korea and that market oh, okay so it's interesting um there's so many aspects to this that you can talk about and that's why i'm saying like i love talking about this stuff it makes me so excited you can come at it from like a cultural perspective a business perspective a music perspective so i mean God, I don't even know where to start. Where do we start, Jess? Um. Oh, okay. So you started. With, you talked a little bit about the bands. So how did? Okay. So how did you get into K-pop? How did you start listening to it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I uh, like a lot of people um, who how they find their music. Uh, I was on a YouTube, like I was yeah, on the YouTube okay, poll. Yeah. You know when you like you play a video and like all along the side they have all these related videos and you just click and click and click and click and click and then before you know it you're listening to like a jazz version of like system of a down and you're like how did i get here oh for sure yeah and you're like oh this is a new artist oh this is a new thing and you're just like yeah you're way into it yeah exactly so i was down the youtube hole um okay so the other thing i technically knew of some k-pop songs before i got into it officially this is wow i'm just listening to to myself say that out loud and i'm like yep yep this is real (laughs) we are going with it um so yeah the time that i like officially fell into it which we're still in uh so i was down the youtube uh rabbit hole and i actually found a bts Mm. video and watched that and then kind of i'd say bts was the first band that i got into because they were like i said the first ones to kind of push into the western kind of Mm -hmm thing they put a lot of marketing into it so it was bts that i found first um there's kind of uh man how do i explain this in circles because there's so many ways to go about it basically the way that i can explain it is bts is kind of part of a new generation of k-pop where there's a bunch of bands that kind of make that up and then just kind of like we were just talking about like backstreet Mm -hmm. boys and nsync and things like that um it could be argued that like they're one generation back of okay. pop music for like western listeners and then you could even take a step back beyond them mm. to like new kids on the block so that's how i would kind of there's a similar thing in k-pop obviously because korean pop music has been around as long as korean music has been around um interesting did not know that yeah so there's like older generations of like they're kind of like the uh, the new kids on the block everybody knows them everybody loves them and then there's a little bit of an older uh, okay. generation 
that's like um, some of the big names in that one are like Big Bang, Girls Generation, things like that. So they're like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC of the thing. And then okay. the generation that we're in now is like BTS, my favorite band, EXO. There's like a, there's a, a whole bunch of them that kind of make up. And then there's actually even like this new semi-new generation that's starting. So I hope. there's a lot of layers to this shit, people. There's so many layers. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, oh, yeah. you, were, so you were on a YouTube uh, rabbit hole situation. And then yep. what – okay, so I've, I've listened to some K-pop and I enjoyed it. What was it that like you – that just – because there's something – there's some things like that that you just get grabbed by and then you're like, I'm fully on board. How did that happen? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the funny thing is like I can really track how I got into all of these groups. Like it's literally a chain. So like from BTS, I got into another group called GOT7. And from GOT7, there was another group and another group. And that's how I ended up at XO. Um, also through the YouTube chain. I think what grabbed me about it. Because right, you, can't, you can't understand the lyrics, right? Like you don't speak Korean. I don't speak Korean, no. And most of the songs are in Korean. Uh, there's definitely a trend now okay. where they have a lot more English in them, uh, which is interesting because mm. sometimes English doesn't always make sense. So that's something like there. it's actually it has stopped me as an aside. There are some songs that have English in them or the song name is English and it's actually stopped me from liking the song because I can't hear past it but we'll get into that Mm -hmm. um yeah so so I got into it basically like part of it was um they still do music videos and they put so much work and effort into music videos so Mm -hmm. definitely the aesthetic which no one will be surprised that that's the thing that I was drawn to nope (laughs) (laughs) listen I'm consistent that's because you put so much thought and effort into things Oh my god, that was so sweet. That just hit me right in my heart. In your heart, yeah. Oh, in my heart, um, yeah. So definitely the aesthetic, and then I mean the music is catchy as all hell. So that's part of it. Um, and then the other thing, to be honest, which is part of the aesthetic, was the fashion. Like the fashion is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of mix it all together in the music videos. Their voices are really good. The fashion, the dancing mm-hmm. is crazy. Like just the overall, like it just looks cool and i was basically hooked it's not um at all at like it's not at all half-assed it's like every i know i want to say that when i watch those videos i'm like i feel like people thought of every detail here and that it all means something i can't figure it out but i know it all means something (laughs) i know they're trying to speak to me i just don't know what it means literally i'm like this is this is very considerate like everything has been very considered oh yeah for sure and um Definitely with the oh, I just lost my train of thought. What was I? Where was I going with this? Uh, oh, okay, we're back. We're back. It's fine, everyone. We're fine. Um, well, one of the things I think that also drew me. Obviously, I didn't realize it right away. I mean, so I've been a fan of K-pop now. I think we're closing in on three years. Wow. Um, which is interesting because I did. I know I initially I feel like when I got into it I was kind of like ah this is cool and then I kind of felt like I would jump out of it at a certain point because I do go through a lot of like especially with the music I listen to I go through these phases of you know right now I'm into this and then something else will come Mm -hmm. out and then I'm into like hip-hop and then I'll be into like lo-fi and like so I definitely thought I would jump out of this phase doesn't seem to have happened um one of the things I've come to appreciate about it though as I've learned more about it is Okay, so in the Western music industry, tell me what you think about this. I feel like there's a huge pressure on artists to appear as authentic as possible. And what I mean by that is like, it's unheard of in Western music to not write your own 
music or like it's almost mm. like a dirty secret if you don't write your own music um to like every like all of the celebrities even though like that we know that there's stuff that goes on behind the scenes like they have 24 7 stylists and like all of this stuff and they have producers mm-hmm. that work on their stuff and sometimes they don't write their own music and all of this shit and it's like seen as bad um, be, yes, absolutely. I, I think guess, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, I see that even with like somebody like Taylor Swift who um, has had to control her image in a pretty aggressive way and then now has evolved into like this idea of, oh, she's now sharing her political views and you mm. want to be real and Katy Perry, you know, live streaming her therapy sessions. Yeah, authenticity is like right up there. It's almost, to me, it seems like it's almost a commodity and it's like, God forbid you be inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interesting thing that I've really learned about the K-pop industry is that it's super manufactured and everybody knows and is totally fine with it. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just a huge cultural divide. So like these these people who become K-pop um, idols, so that's, what they, that's the term for them. They call them idols. Okay. Um, rather than like celebrities or anything like that. So they call them idols. And then like, it's just known that it's an entirely manufactured process. Mm. So they have, um, they like they, I can't remember if they call them academies or not, but essentially like before an artist starts, so before they, they debut, they call it pre-debut. They literally go to these academies to learn how to like be a K-pop artist. So they call them trainees. Yeah. They literally, so it's actually really interesting. They've had, um, I know Buzzfeed, did an article with a k-pop star and asked like so she's actually from la her name's amber um and she went to korea and that's another thing that happens too which i'll get into she went to korea to be a k-pop trainee okay american born korean she's she's not korean she's from taiwan oh interesting okay okay interesting yeah so they go there and they go they join these academies and then they train so basically during the day they go to school and they do all of that and then they come in afterwards and they like learn korean they learn how to sing they learn how to dance like it's completely manufactured from top to Mm. bottom so you hear that a lot. It's a really interesting subculture of it because like you'll get these groups that are together and then you'll hear stories about idols who were like, were at the same Academy. So they've been friends. And then like, sometimes you'll hear about, um, so the leader of, uh, the group that I love, um, I think he was a trainee for like nine years and he was supposed to be, he was supposed to debut with another group. Okay. And then uh, it didn't work. So then he had to stay a trainee and then he debuted with the group he's in now. So it's like a whole system, like it's completely a system, completely business, but everyone knows and everyone's super chill with it's it. It's like, this is a legitimate job. Um, like you, you go to school, Oh yeah. it's like going to school for engineering, except you go to school to be a K-pop idol. That's so, that's, you know what I mean? Like it's a viable occupation. Absolutely. And I mean, like, there's obviously pitfalls that come with that because not everybody's successful and there's only a certain amount that do become crazy successful. Um, So you obviously pay pay to go to the school. uh, Yeah, you do. Yeah, so you pay fees for them to be there. Um, I mean, you hear stories a lot. So there's another... uh, you hear about members. So like I was saying, there's uh, this American who went to Korea and she became part of a group. You hear that all the time. Like people will come from other countries. There's a lot of people who come from China, some people who come from Thailand. So they like, they come as kids. They don't know the language. They don't know, um, like some of them may have raw talent. And to be honest, some of them don't like some of them, they genuinely get them in these, um, 
academies because they're like good looking or like mm. they have one skill but not another um and then they get them in there and they basically machine like they manufacture out these idols mm. but to be honest when i was learning about it i kind of like that everyone accepts it because i think it's actually a more honest look at like how many people work on celebrities and like how many more people like you know, when somebody accepts a Grammy, everyone's like, oh, that was all of them. Mm-hmm. They did it all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they have producers and teams and people who write their stuff and all that stuff. So I kind of like with K-pop that like, so if you're a follower of a group, um, so that, like I said, the group that I love is XO, we know who the producers are. Like I follow them on, them on Instagram. Like we know who the ones are who write their songs and we know who the ones are that um, mm-hmm. produce their stuff or like mix stuff for them and it's just kind of like known and it's even more fun because they give you sneak peeks the same way the artists do so i feel like it's just a lot more open like we're like yeah "Yeah, we know that you like job and yeah Hmm. absolutely so i definitely i definitely appreciate that that it's much more like and it's you know it's actually more rare when you do find an artist that writes their own stuff and then i feel like it's appreciated even more so i just right. i really like that aspect of That's, it for sure that is cool. okay quick question it's kind of related to what you're talking yeah about. is um when non-korean individuals go to these schools it's like is there a stigma around whether you're like full-on like a korean idol like pop idol or does it matter i don't know if that's a weird question to ask but um, i'm just wondering if people are no, I it's not it's obviously a- um, restricted to Koreans, but is that part of you know the overall aesthetic of the the brand? If you're like truly Korean, I mean, I think it's like obviously I'm speaking from a really removed perspective. Like I don't, I've never been to Korea. Uh, I don't speak Korean, any of those things. So obviously, I can only give my point of view here. I mean, I'm sure like people. <laughs> Like, I keep going through, like, 14 different things in my head. So, like, to start, to step back, people hate everything all the time, (laughs) like, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Like, there is not a thing that exists that somebody doesn't dislike. So, that extends to K-pop. So, people, and I feel like the way that people react to it is in extremes. So, people who are familiar with it, either, like, whatever we're talking about, Mm -hmm. they either love it or they hate it. or And, like, hate, and I mean, like, despise. So, people kind of like you know um Beatlemania or things like that like people would criticize these girls for loving these bands the similar thing kind of happens with k-pop fans like people are crazy about it and some people do take it to an nth degree that I like a lot of people myself included don't agree with um but I think I don't think there's a stigma in terms of like for the most part for international fans. So that's kind of how you designate it like international fans versus Korean fans is kind of, I guess, the terminology. Good Lord, I sound like an archaeologist. This is horrifying. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, yeah. So, so much. oh, yeah, Just, there, there's there's so much to come, my friend. Um <laughs> so uh international fans like i personally don't care if somebody's not korean because to be honest i find it more impressive that they've had to learn an entire language and then also had to sing and dance mm-hmm. in that language and do interviews in that mm-hmm. language so 
I think it's really cool. I know that there has been, um, there's definitely some stories. Actually, I have one. So there is a group that's kind of part of that, like what I termed like the Backstreet Boys level generation Mm -hmm. of K-pop. So there's a group called Super Junior. Mm -hmm. And they've been together, I think now like 13 years or something, which is like in K-pop terms is pretty long. Long time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're and they're also a very large group. They have a lot of members. I can't remember exactly how many, and someone's gonna kill me for that. But uh, so they um, they decided to do what's called a subunit. So a lot of bands also do this to access different markets. So they'll basically take certain members, which is not the whole group, and make like a little mini group that exists. And then a lot of times, um, the group that I love started out doing this as well. Um, so, for instance, in this subgroup, they it was like Super Junior M, so like Super Junior Mandarin, so our Mando Pop. So they wanted to go after the Chinese market. So um, they brought in a new member. His name is Henry Lau. He's actually Canadian. I think he's from Vancouver. Um, and there's actually a couple famous Canadians that are in K-pop, really which I think cool. is really cool too. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Henry Lau, he seems like a very, like, a delightful young man. So they brought him in to be, so he speaks, I think, Mandarin, and then he also did the training, so he speaks Korean as well. He comes in to be uh, a new member of this uh, Super Junior M. And essentially, I think what happened is the fans hated him at first, Mm -hmm. to the point where um, when he performed with them, there's this phenomenon, I guess you could call it, where it's called a black ocean. So at K-pop concerts, oh yeah, so I'll explain. Like I feel like everything has like 14 sub layers. This stuff is so complicated. I am like I just the the fact that there are subgroups of groups is I'm still there. I'm still at that. I'm like, what? Yeah, okay. So oh, I know. And some of them, some of them split apart and then like become other groups, or like groups become new groups. Like, oh, it's oh it's crazy. Okay, so the, um, no, so black wave here at yeah. So at K-pop concerts, they have a thing called a light stick. So every group has a light stick, and basically, it's exactly what it says on the tin. It's a thing like you hold it, it glows. It usually has the band's logo on it, and it's very common at the concerts to like you wave it along with the beat. Like it's basically like a glow stick, like, or like, you know, when you hold up your cell phones or your lighters in a concert, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So they have these light sticks and everybody typically has one and like, they can do some crazy shit with these light sticks. So the one that I have, because of course I have one, obviously. Um, The one that I have hooks up to an app. And so that when you go to the concert, you like, you have it hooked up to your app. So then they basically have a signal that goes out and like it changes colors during the concert. So it's like part of the show. So like it, it'll change colors, it'll flash at certain points. This? Oh yeah, it's, is this, this is wizardry? this shit is so high what tech. Is this oh my god. <laughs> okay, so um, that's the background on that. So when Super Junior M did this concert, Henry came out, and basically what a black ocean is is when the fans turn off their light sticks because they don't. It's kind of like a silent protest. So they either don't like something that's happening. Or they're commenting on something that, like, a scandal that happened, and um, we'll get into those as well. Oh, um, stop it. There's- no, okay. yeah, no, seriously, this stuff goes Whoa. so deep. Oh. Uh, this is going to be a long episode. If it, 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 it is scandalous as Britney and Justin, that was, like, the pop scandal of my time. Yes, okay. and, like, that's how people react to them, too. Okay. Amazing. Okay, so the Black, the black Ocean happened. Black Ocean happened. The fans hated him. The poor guy. I can't remember whether or not, like, I wasn't a K-pop fan at this time. So this is all stuff I've just kind of, like, heard about. Okay. Um, I can't remember if the company literally had to, like, 
release a statement. And then like, so it took him a really long time to the company's credit. They didn't just pull him off because some companies would have done that. Wow. They kept him in the group and like people love him now. He's very, very talented. Um, it's very funny, very charismatic. Um, but I think it took the fans a, a couple of years to like come around to it. So to get a very long answer back to your question, uh, sometimes people do care that they are not Korean. Mm. And I feel like it manifests itself in really strange mm. ways. Interesting. Holy crap. I mean, it that's so indicative, though, of the power of like the fan base, right? Like the fact that they could just like almost destroy an entire yes. person based on the friggin lights on their app. Like that is I would I would be a hermit if I came out on stage to a scene. That would be terrifying to me. That is that is terrifying. I am. I am. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm taking I'm I'm internalizing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do that because uh what i'm about to talk about next will probably get you even okay. more angry are- so um oh, man. so on a kind of going through how the fans have like power and i would all i would also go as far to say too mm-hmm. much power mm-hmm. um okay so i'm gonna detour and then we're gonna come back to this i'm gonna talk about my favorite group for a second and then talk about how the fans have sometimes too much power so okay and that's exo right it is exo so exo is the group that I love. Are you, are you literally letter E X O, right? Letter E X O. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they have, um, also a, a, like a history fraught with drama because I feel like none of these groups, uh, are without that. So they have nine people in the group. So the nine members is what we call them. Uh, also a lot of K-pop groups okay. are huge. That's the other thing. Um, that's a lot of yeah, yeah there's another group called 17 and they have 13 members so, like there's just a ton that's, of a ton of people i don't k-pop i don't understand that logic and i <laughs> why would you call it 17 and there are 13 people i don't oh, they have a whole there's a whole meaning behind it and, it's, topic and i'm upset about it yeah <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. So anyways, uh, so EXO has nine members. They used to actually have 12. Okay. Uh, Three of them left due to contract disputes, which is kind of sad. Uh, So uh, right now they have nine members. There's uh, eight of them are Korean and one is Chinese. Um, They've been around for six or seven years now. Um, And they, like, I would say they're very successful. Like last year, uh, they actually... uh, performed at the is it pyeongchang i always say pyongyang but that's the north korean i one. think that's i think that's right yeah that sounds pyongyang right. olympics they performed yeah. uh i cried when that's i watched right. it i can't even oh. lie i was so proud no, of them there. that's beautiful yeah yeah so they're a huge group they um are very popular in korea they're popular outside of korea as well they have a mm. lot of international fans they have a lot of different styles. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, my God, this is a sidetrack to a sidetrack to a sidetrack. We are Somebody needs to, map. we need like a, we are do you know map. that gif of uh, Charlie Day and he's got the string map? <laughs> have you seen that gif where he's like trying to put things together? <laughs> that's, now. that's us. Okay. That's just trying to keep up I'm with like, all I'm kind of project. I'm trying to project manage the K-pop discussion. Okay. So... <laughs> I had a feeling this was we going to go this we're way. At Chang. Where, where are we going next? Yep. Where are we next here? So uh, they've had a lot of concepts. Mm-hmm. So the other thing to know about K-pop groups is that they change. So they call it a concept, which is basically like a theme. Yes. Okay. So they 
every single time they release albums, they also release albums a lot more fast, like a lot faster than Western artists. So like, for instance, my favorite group. So EXO just had a new album in November and then they have the thing called a repack, which is the same album with like two new tracks sold again, like six weeks later. Right. So they release music a lot more quickly. Mm. Uh, and they change their theme every single album. Right, this, I, love, so, I love the themes. I love the themes. Yes. So uh, so EXO, for instance, the album they released in November was like motorcycle themed, which I was living. Yeah. I cannot explain to you how excited I was to see that. Yeah. And then the repack that they did, which is the same album, couple new songs, new um, new music video. I think it's, to be honest, it's just an excuse to get fans to buy more albums, but none of us are complaining. <laughs> Um, it's a business it is a business exactly and they treat it like one so the repack was like mafia themed they were like gangsters they they've done like they have like a bad boy concept they've had like a plucky young romance hero concept like they've had some weird shit that's the other thing too that makes me laugh about k-pop every group has had some weird concept that you're like what the fuck were they thinking where did that one come from okay yeah okay. all i'm gonna say about exo is they have a video called wolf and if you know you know it's horrifying and also most of us fans love it because it's so bad oh my god so, like, okay. there's a, there was a wolf concept so i love wolves okay i'm gonna have to check that one out <laughs> is it not so, what i'm expecting it to be are they all oh, just uh, whatever hold on whatever you expect it to be it's not that that's I'm all i can it, promise i'm looking it up right now you can keep going i'm just looking it up so they have new concepts um oh my god now i gotta try and dig my way back to where we were starting from uh the fans having more power than they should okay so they release all these music so these people are in the public eye constantly Mm. and the fans um it works really well oh i was describing exo that's how we got here all right but i think we've got enough of a primer on exo i could talk about them till the cows come home um my favorite in EXO, his name, his stage name is Schumann. So they all have stage names. Okay. Um, he's my favorite. He's the I'm oldest. Um, yeah. And there's all the ter- terminology for this. Like it's, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But anyways, so they all have stage names. Um, you mean like that's like. So the same, the same way as like, like Ariana Grande. I don't think that's her real name or maybe it is like, you know what I mean though? Like the people change their names all the time. Like Eminem's name isn't Eminem. Sure. Like, so they yeah, all have their, yeah. their stage yeah. names, which is fair. So they have their stage personas. So with EXO, one of the things I love about them is that they listen to their fans a lot in terms of like, I guess, giving the fans Mm. what they want. So there was some drama with EXO this year. Um, The company that they're under is called Mm -hmm. SM Entertainment. And they kind of, to be honest, shit the bed with promoting Mm -hmm. these new albums that they had. Like they were super delayed by like months Mm -hmm. and no one knows why. They did a terrible job promoting them. Like the fans did more promotion oh, than the company did. The producers were actually calling out the company for being terrible. Yeah, so there's okay. a whole bunch of drama, um, which I guess is like the pitfall of having that much open communication about uh, right. about with all of it. Right? You get more people right. to yeah. place blame. So uh, the fans wanted to see, like you know. They've done like uh, reality shows in the past. Like they do all these activities to basically promote their albums. They do these reality shows where they basically will like send mm-hmm. the groups like on a trip and then they film it and they play like stupid little games and stuff or they'll go on like variety shows, which are kind of like uh, like what TRL was back in the day. And they like answer oh, fan yeah. questions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. I've seen like the Korean ones. Sometimes North American artists go on those Korean shows. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah totally. 
So they do all these promotions. So like the fans were saying these things like um, we want to see this or we want to see that. And, you know, they all have social media and they as a group like actually gave like gave us some of the stuff we wanted so they like made a reality show and they like went on this one really funny variety show that a lot of the fans love because it's super stupid so they like they listen to their fans which is great yeah. um and they like you know it's a really cool chance to interact with your fans just kind of like you would with any western artist for sure but the downside to that is the fans think that they own the artists or like right have access to their lives at all times right. and i think that and you're like yeah. yeah that's not just a that's not a k-pop thing exclusively like i think that's just a celebrity thing in general mm-hmm. um but so for instance with some of these groups like it's come out that some of them are dating or have been dating and some people react right. like they literally so they call it a scandal so that's what i meant by a scandal so like for instance it just came out that um one of the members of exo so his name is kai he's disgustingly good looking this this child i swear to god he's like he does modeling he's he's widely known as like the best dancer in all of k-pop like he's incredible then there is um so blackpink the group that you also like okay so that's that is the k-pop group that i think is super rad um yeah they're pretty badass they are and they are incredible Edibly popular. So the leader of Blackpink, her name is Jenny. It just came out that Kai and Jenny are dating and apparently have been dating for a couple of months. Um, and it, for the most part, people have reacted well, but like some people lost their minds. And like oh there God. are so many instances. Um, so another member in EXO, his name's Beckyon. Uh, God forgive me, I'm probably pronouncing all of these fucking terribly. Um, okay. so he was dating the lead singer of a really popular girl group, um, girls generation. And like that came to the point where people were so upset about that, that like they were on an award show accepting an award and the fans were chanting traitor at them. <gasps> oh my like, God. Yeah. But, so like, it can be disgusting. Folks, folks, we've all lived through our own Brittany and Justin travesty. Don't look back. Don't look back and regret that you were one of those people who didn't let your favorite pop stars date? Because honestly, I was pretty heartbroken when Justin dated Britney. But you get over it and it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Well, and that's the thing too, like with relation to my favorite Schumann, like do I love him? Absolutely. Do I also want him to be a happy human being? Because I'm probably never going to meet the guy. Completely. Like there's no, like I, I feel like there's a, a lot of fans who are like, yes, I love you. And also we want you to have a partner or not have a partner if that's what you want. Like just do whatever makes you happy and healthy. And there's this definitely a subset of like the crazy okay. fans. They actually even have a term for it. I cannot oh, pronounce it for the life term? of me, so I apologize. But okay. yes, there's a Korean term for like the, the crazy of the crazy fans. So yeah, that is an aspect I don't love okay. about K-pop um, is, yeah, the the constant like, access I think is ridiculous. Yeah, and like possessiveness. Absolutely. Interesting. I am <laughs> wow okay so so they are obviously normal people who are having relationships or not having relationships and but they're obviously yep. also part of a manufactured machine so yeah how has anybody ever come out like <laughs> has anybody ever come out in one of the groups and like wanted to break free from the manufacture like has that ever had ramifications or you know how does that how does that work? Because I know I do know, and I'm I I might be getting this wrong. I can't remember. I believe a K-pop artist committed suicide, like last year. He did, yeah. yeah. So, 
I mean, that uh, that happens in, in there's been a couple of rock and alternative artists who have committed suicide and it, that's made the news. But I felt like when the Korean, like, and you would see these notes from the K-pop artists where they were kind of writing as themselves, it seemed, it was, it was different. So I'm just wondering, like, has anybody broken out of the machine and like talked about it and how it's affected them negatively? Not to say that this person committed suicide because of that, but I just know that that came up and that almost like, it, that goes, uh, that's almost like a little, it, it's a little um, glitch in the matrix, almost. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a couple. Oh, it does. There's a couple of aspects to it. I mean, so the artist that Jess is referring to, his name is Jong Hyun, and he was part of a group called Shiny. And uh, in the very end of 2017, unfortunately, he did commit suicide. And mm-hmm. it, like, rocked people. Like, it was obviously out of the blue. Um, he was very, very loved, incredibly talented. So it's really, that was hard to see. And I mean, I'm not, um, Shiny's a great group. They're incredibly talented. I wouldn't, like, I'm not necessarily a fan of them, like in that I follow them the same way I follow EXO, but it was just so kind sad. of like, you hate to see that. This is like, to be honest, I I see it the same way I see it like Mac Miller. Like you just, you just get so upset oh, yeah. and you're so upset for their loved ones. Yeah. And it's just, it hurts yeah. everyone, right? So that was hard. Um, there has been, I mean, so the thing with these, because it's a, a machine, you kind of have to do okay. your time almost. Like, so like I said, some every K-pop group has had a concept that was terrible. Um, and it feels like they all have, ha- they have to do their time and then, you know, they have to build their following. Uh, and eventually what starts to happen, which I do think is cool. I wish it would happen a little bit sooner though. Like, so for instance, in EXO, they all do something on the side. Really? So, um, a lot of them model, um, a couple of them act and are very good. Um, a lot of, uh, two of them, um, make their own music. So they like do their own stuff on the side and they have like SoundCloud. So they've released solo stuff. So they all do stuff now on the side, which I think from the, uh, the fans perspective for me, it just makes me happy because for instance, um, so Dio is one of the main vocals. So he's one of the main singers in the group. Um, he has become actually a fairly prolific actor. He's um, done a lot of big movies, like oh, Hollywood movies, um, or their equivalent of cool. Hollywood. Yeah, and he's very talented. And it, he's kind of talked about how, like, you know, if the band wanted him to stop acting, he would. But he loves acting just as he much, just okay. as much as he loves singing. Okay. So, and you do start to see them like there's. Yeah, there's people that I follow from other groups where they like they've gotten into fashion or they make their own clothing lines or so once you kind of done your time, it seems like they're fine with you doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. And there has been some. So to kind of talk about Henry from Super Junior M, uh, uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier. So he actually left Super Junior and is doing his own thing now. He started his own label. So there is definitely a lot of like it's not uncommon to see that happen and it is also uncommon uh not uncommon to see people leave groups Mm. and just stop doing k-pop um that's happened a couple of times even last year so they do have some freedom but i don't it's not it's not as common and i also like kind of going back to the mental health thing with um jonghyun and shiny there is definitely a completely unspoken part of k-pop that's like super destructive to mental health it's not talked about at all i mean they also go on like crazy crazy diets to get ready for comebacks and stuff like that like it's 
there is a really dark side to it. And to, and to be frank, I don't think it's just K-pop. Like I said, I think it's the music industry in general. Um, and it's, yeah, it's sad. So sometimes people break out and sometimes people can't take any more kind of like, like yeah. Jonghyun did. Okay. Interesting. That is interesting. I mean, I just, just because it is such a machine, there's obviously a big degree of control in there and, and a lot that's, yeah, not maybe shared, but I did know that that came out and yeah, a couple of other artists had posted about it and it, it was like a break from the, the persona that they were as K-pop and they were writing about this individual. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Sorry. We got to a, we got to a sad place. So we did. So let's bring it back. <laughs> one of the things I did want to bring up, cause I think people, um, one of the main questions I get when people hear that I like K-pop um, is kind of like you asked me earlier too, like, so you don't speak Korean. Like, how do you know what they're saying? Yeah. So yeah, how did you like connect, connect with so, it? So yeah, so I, we've had this discussion before, obviously not recorded, but I think it's worth bringing up. So in my head, there's two types of people when it comes to music. There's people who relate to the lyrics mm-hmm. and there's people who relate to the mood of the music. So mm-hmm. I am firmly in the second camp. Uh, which one would you put yourself in? I know you asked me this and I like didn't know. Uh, honestly, I think I'm a lyrics person. Yeah. yeah. Which is not like I feel like a lot like most people I feel like fall into that kind of camp. Mm. So people, you know, you listen to the lyrics and that's what makes you love a song because there's beautiful lyrics. So with K-pop, not saying I mean, the lyrics in K-pop are beautiful as well. But obviously, most of it is in Korean. So because I think I fall into the second camp for me the mood of a music or like the theme or whatever it may be i relate to that a lot more mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter to me that i can't understand what they're saying because it's all about the feel of the song for me and if i like the feel of a song i like the song okay. um so yeah that i i've always, i mean i've always loved international music i mean i like i listen to a lot of spanish music a lot of reggaeton like i listen to Dutch music. I listen to a lot of Dutch hip hop. Like, there's just I have music from all over the world. Okay. So that's never really been an issue for me. Dutch hip hop. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> no. Oh my god. About it later. Just throwing that out there right now. Okay, we'll add it to the list. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, so I definitely relate to the mood of it more than anything. All right. There you go. I love that. Uh, and also the aesthetic, like you said, you're, you, you oh, are completely. You're kind of a big picture thinker in that aspect. Like you would be thinking about all the details and how they all work together. So yeah, I get that. That's why it uh, totally resonates with you. Um, so in terms of, so when you talked about, uh, you know, really like listening to K-pop and enjoying it just as fun music. Um, I know for me, certain music that I listen to that, I can feel embarrassed about, you know, how we always have like those songs that are embarrassing yeah. phones or whatever. Um, so the demographic for K-pop, is it just teenagers? Are there people our age listening to it? Do you find that there's like, do you find your people in the K-pop community? Or are you just kind of like, this is something I listen to and I don't like to tell a lot of people. The way, the way, I, am, the way I am with country music, just <laughs> trying out country music. <laughs> There's, it's like a two, okay, so to answer your question, I think there's two questions, I think. Um, so the definitely the main demographic, I would actually say it's it's definitely teenagers, but I would almost even skew it more to like young adults. Like you're talking like early 20s, I think is the real demographic, because uh, let's be real, they have more disposable income than their teenage counterparts, True. and this is a business. So, you know, it's definitely people in the young 20s. It is super not um, 
it's not uh how do i words uh it's totally normal to have fans that are like in their late 20s 30s i mean there are people who are in their 50s and 60s who still love k-pop like it's just a fan is a fan is a fan which i think is pretty Mm. cool um i definitely uh i mean i do think the community is cool in that like it brings people together like i have made friends through um through k-pop that i like talk to all the time and we're great friends and yes we also we talk about k-pop we also talk about like we're just normal friends so i think it's great for bringing people together um I have initially when I started listening to K-pop, I was super embarrassed and I never wanted to tell anybody about it. Um, There's a huge stigma, I think, about liking pop music and things that are popular. And I used to like and I can't lie, I used to be back in the day. I was like, I'm not one of those girls or like, I don't like the mainstream shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was always always the mainstream girl. And then I would always feel like not cool enough to listen to anything else. It was very. Yeah. It's embar- oh, yeah. so we came at it from different perspectives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never was listening to cool music back in the day. I've always been listening to the mainstream, but I've always, it's always been like a, oh, well, you know what this artist is because you listen to like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whereas I thought I was so cool because I didn't listen to mainstream shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not like people who like Justin Bieber. <laughs> like, so it, like, there's a huge stigma around like, um, and I know that there is, there have been TED talks about it, and I'm entirely not qualified to talk about this. But like, there, I remember there, I was a, te- there was a TED talk I was listening to about like why is it so bad when young girls like things? Like young girls, for instance, like Beatlemania, like we mentioned, like they were crazy about the Beatles, and that's what made the Beatles popular. So I don't know why there's this like, God forbid, young girls like Justin Bieber, and God forbid they like their pumpkin yeah. spice lattes and their Uggs and all this shit. Like, why do we have to vilify that stuff? Um, I think like, it was like Harry, Harry Styles was talking about the power of fans and the power of young girls, or or even just young fans in general. It's like yes. they vote with their dollars. That's a that's a they're conscientious. They're conscientious. Exactly. They like what they like, and I don't think that that's yeah, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, so I mean, I definitely was embarrassed when I first started listening to it, also because like I do listen to like hip hop and things like that, and I was like, I mean, I'm notorious for liking pretty much any style of music that isn't gospel. Like I'll listen to almost anything, um, not so much country anymore, but I had my phases. Um, but yeah, it's you know, so I was definitely embarrassed. I think the other aspect of it too, to be completely honest, at the beginning, and I, I still feel this too, I didn't want to be disrespectful um, to Korean culture. Like, there is, uh, like, you can call it, like, I know the term, it's weeaboo, which is, like, people who are obsessed with oh. Japan. Um, so there's a bastardized version, which is called the Koreaboo, which is basically the same thing. Like, people who are obsessed with Korea and K-pop and K-pop okay. idols. So I have always been aware of that and we're trying really hard not to go over the line, but it's difficult. Like, because... You follow this band and for the most part, like even a casual fan, they give you a lot of content to consume. So they have their, um, they have their albums that come out. They still are huge into physical album sales in Korea because basically every album that comes out is like a piece of artwork. So you buy physical albums still for that artwork. You consume that content. They go on these television shows. You consume that. They release music videos. They do streaming. Like they have a whole app that's literally just dedicated to live streams from K-pop idols. Like that's all this app is about. So 
yeah, so you consume a ton of content about it. Um, and in that, I think it's cool because you learn about Korean culture, which I've always like, I enjoy learning about yeah. other cultures. To me, that's super interesting. But I always like there have been stories and I get I think that's happened too of people like who go to Korea or like move to Korea because they think oh, everything is like a music video or they think everyone like is like a K-pop idol. So wow. yeah, there's this and line. Like, maybe, maybe potentially, like they may potentially appropriate Korean culture. Absolutely. Um, you know, okay. there's like obviously because there's memes for every anything you do, there's memes. There's memes about like white girls like trying to speak korean but they put it in their everyday language so it's like and and young ass say yo i am blah 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 like so they you know like there's definitely a line that i think people need to be aware of and that i try really hard to be aware of um and i'm not gonna lie like i struggle with it like they're so <laughs> there i live in an area where like there is a korean church right behind my apartment and mm. i also live in um like a the area where I live is also known as Chinatown in the city that I'm in. So like there's a lot of intersecting cultures and sometimes I worry like if I'm going down the street and I'm blasting K-pop music out my car windows, like do people feel like it's weird? Like, I don't know. So I, sometimes I trip myself up by it, but I just try to be aware of it because I don't want to be disrespectful. No, and you enjoy the music. I think that's the point. And, And with music, it's to connect people regardless of where you live. So yeah, I mean, yeah, why not support international artists, I guess? Well, and that's the thing, like, at the end of the day, so kind of getting back to you, like, yeah, I used to be afraid to tell people that I like it. Now I don't really care. Um, as we kind of mentioned at the beginning, like, I'm a little bit notorious for liking it now, which I don't know if I should be scared about. Okay. But at the end of the day, like, it makes me super happy. It's something for me to, like, in, it's a hobby for me to enjoy. It gives me inspiration. It's brought me friends. Mm. And like it's good, it's good fucking music. I don't know if you've listened to this shit. It's so catchy. Did you okay? So that made me that actually warmed my heart and it kind of made my like happy <laughs> better that it makes you so happy. So I'm really glad that you shared that. It does. Um, can we? Can you give people? Okay, so if they if they could have like a K-pop starter kit in terms of like, <laughs> in terms of like oh God, okay, in terms of like maybe. Oh, I don't even know where to start, but like maybe just a couple of things to like YouTube and we'll put these in the show comments too. So you guys can have the links to, uh, Shanae's like starter kit on this. Oh my God. That's so much pressure. Um, oh, I know for a fact there is a net <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, there is, I know for, there's a Netflix show and I think, is it called explain or explained? Oh, okay, hold on. I'm pretty um, sure it's called explained. They actually yeah, they- apparently did an episode on k-pop i haven't seen it yet but apparently it's quite good um so that i think is really cool i mean obviously i'm gonna put up for my faves so exo check it out um the one i would recommend actually uh check out exo the the music video the song is called monster it Mm. is incredible um check out also black pink their newest song is called do 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 and you will know it when you see it because it's a lot of d's and a lot of u's it's um, amazing song. it's such a jam it's a banger yeah yeah they yeah. definitely uh other than that so black pink um, um and then the documentary, the documentary the documentary yeah and the other thing i would actually check out is uh so the one that we mentioned her earlier her name is amber lou she's part of a group called fx 
Um, so she has a YouTube channel, but she also did a video with BuzzFeed. She did a couple of them. One, she actually put somebody through like a K-pop trainee schedule, oh, man. Um, which I thought was so That's cool. And it gives you a really good insight into it. The other thing is um, she just talked about, like, I think she just did an interview where she talked about, like, what it was like to be a trainee and kind of, like, what she does now and how she enjoys it and what are some of the downsides. So I think that's a really cool, a really cool video for some insight. And I mean, to be honest, the best thing you can do is just if you're interested in it, like, BTS, I got to give them credit. Like, they put out some absolute bangers. They've done some pretty cool collabs. Um I'm actually going to recommend BTS uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears because that was actually the video I saw first and that is hella aesthetic and it's just such a good song. But yeah, I mean, YouTube is your best friend when it comes to this stuff because the great thing is people will upload things and then they translate them so you can understand what they're saying and you can like... Yeah, so there's a huge community out there. I mean, like I said, I love K-pop. I think it's fascinating. I love answering questions about it and I just love listening to it. And I have picked up some Korean as a result of it. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Can you, can you, I was going to ask you to say something. Oh, uh, no. I'm just really interested in something. Yeah. I like no words. So I don't know like full phrases. So I know words like friend is chingu and like things like that. So uh, I'm technically, oh God, you know what? No, we're not, not going to go there. Nope. Cool, though. I think it's really cool. I think it's, it's, I, if anything, I know we talked about the concern about maybe, um, it being disrespectful, but I think if anything, it's like you're, it's even more respectful when you can just learn more about the culture and, and the music and yeah, it's awesome. I have a lot of, I, I mean, it's not the music that I listen to regularly, but I now understand the movement and I'm blown away. It's, I just, yeah, I think it's so cool. Like, I enjoy being a part of it. I think it's also cool, like I said, to look at it from all these different aspects, like a fashion aspect. So, like, for instance, uh, Paris Men's Fashion Week just happened, and I also am super into fashion. Surprise. Um, so we, you know, like, you're, I'm on Instagram, and I'm seeing all the shows, and, like, I'm like, that's going to end up on a K-pop idol. That one's going to end up on a K-pop idol. Like, you can just kind of tell. That's awesome. So there's all these, like different subsets to this it's a craze and i think it's really cool and i like that people are starting to be more aware of it if only for just acknowledging the amount of work that k-pop idols put in but i think in general just the amount of work that musicians put in period that's for real about the work like even if you if you've never seen a video if you just can check out a video today you're just going to be like how 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 do they know Shanae sent me a video of some choreography and like I believe they were like rehearsing the choreography and I was like where what and I think didn't you say they came up with it themselves yeah so the group that I sent Jess is called 17 so I also really like them so they're actually known as a group who does everything themselves so they're a little bit of a rarity so they do all of their own music they do all of their own choreo and they're like they're very good so the song that i sent jess is coming off it's off their new album that's coming up it's called getting closer um so they did a dance practice video that they film and they kind of put online so people can see the dance and it is just the choreography like uh, i'm oh, man. crazy right like it just it's so good Mm-hmm. yeah it was un- it was unreal yeah so it's so together like it's just so consistent and it's so together and it's so sharp yeah very very cool it is so yeah i would like watch a video today and maybe maybe you'll be joining me with my light stick and my albums and talking about k-pop <laughs> 
I hope I hope this didn't disappoint. I feel like it didn't. I feel like we covered so much, and people are gonna be net like Netflixing. They're gonna be YouTubing. Still, still not a verb, but it's the right um, app that I'm thinking of. Yeah, people are gonna, gonna be YouTubing this. I think people are are people are curious, but they're nervous about checking it out. So this is gonna give them that little. It's okay. It's okay to like stuff, even if it it feels if. Yes. Oh my God. Like what you fucking like people. Well, yeah. And that's like, part of this is me just trying to be more upfront about like, this is a thing and this makes me super happy. And it's like, it's fine if people don't get it, but like, don't shit on people for the things that they like, unless the things that they like are actively hurting other people. Like men, that's just, can we make that in 2019? Can we make that a thing? Like, like what you like and don't shit on people for what they like. Yeah, Good exactly. Lord. Thank you. That's beautiful. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go listen to some K-pop now because when am I not listening to K-pop? That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Is this, did we cover? Did we cover what you wanted to cover? Zen? God, I hope so. That was a lot of information. Our K-pop guru. Oh God! I mean, if there's like, uh, if people do want recommendations, like I'm happy to give them. Obviously, um, I'm biased, uh, which is funny because that's also a K-pop term. Your fave is known. Like, whoever your favorite is, that's your bias. That's what they call it. Kind of funny. Actually. Yeah. So, oh yeah, everything has its own fucking terminology. It's crazy. It's like another. It, it's like another language. <laughs> oh, do you wonder why? <laughs> um yeah if people do want recommendations of things to check out uh please don't hesitate reach out on social media like i said there's a lot of good groups bts xo got seven monster x 17 blackpink twice twice is a girl group and they are like genuinely one of the biggest k-pop groups ever like they like they post a video and like 11 million views like in two hours like it is insane their their songs are super catchy so yeah i'm to be honest i'm going to issue a challenge to all of our lovely listeners do a youtube do a google and listen to one because i think you'll be surprised at how much you might like it and yeah open your mind because pop music isn't terrible nope nope thanks thanks for joining us on this journey of music <laughs> And that's what you missed on Dr. Phil. I was almost going to say that's what you missed on Glee, but I'm like, does that joke still land? Uh, no. Because I don't... <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> okay. So if, people, if people have um, questions or, or they listen to some K-pop and they want to give us their feedback on it, um, where can they find us, Shanae? <laughs> not on Glee. Not on Glee. <laughs> not- <laughs> oh my god uh you can find me on <laughs> instagram and twitter uh at ginger says jump um and where can they find you you can find me at just ireland seven on instagram and we also have our own fringe and feather instagram which is fringe and feather podcast yep. instagram yes and yeah Please let in the Instagram. I'm on Burgundy. Um, please, um, Burgundy. Uh, can you, yeah, please listen to the K-pop. Let us know what yeah. you think. Um, you know, do you have, are we going to get you hooked on it? We don't know. And, or send us your favorite videos. Because I personally, because I'm not um, as far into K-pop as Shanae is, I want to know about some different I'm videos. deep. She's in deep. So yeah, I'm in let, deep. Us let us know if there's any other topics that you want us to chat about. Um, 
And thank you for listening so far. Yeah, and also if there is a thing that you like, kind of like me, if there's a thing that you like as much, like the most, oh my god, I can't speak. This is this is chicken nuggets all over again. If there is something that you love so much that you like, don't like talking about, or you like, you felt bad about talking about it, like we want to hear it, man. I want to hear about your weird hobbies. Like talk to me about your figure, like people who paint those little figures that go on those game boards like talk to me about that shit it's super interesting talk to us about your love of fucking puzzles i don't know it's interesting it's all i love a good jigsaw am i right exactly exactly i i don't (laughs) but i love i think it's interesting i think it's interesting when people do like puzzles and part of me is like maybe i need to try puzzles again maybe that's the next podcast who knows guys oh puzzles do a little jigsaw puzzle i mean Ask me to name one other puzzle that isn't a jigsaw. We're going to be here for a while. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Oh, man. Okay. Just, we're killing this, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Go listen to Monster. Bye. Bye.